0: G'day everybody. Welcome to another edition of This Week in Crypto. My name is Craig Cobb, one of the founders here at TraderCobb.com. I'm going to jump straight into it this week with a CoinDesk article here, which reads, the recent crypto bloodbath is not necessarily bad, regulators say. So they got together, a bunch of entrepreneurs and officials got together last week in Zurich and had a bit of a chat. And some of the key takeaways I tend to agree with, and I read from the article now. There's a bloodbath going on, Ravi Menon, Managing Director of the Monetary Authority of Singapore, said at a panel on the future of financial services on Wednesday, referring to the billions of dollars in companies leaving the market. The collapse of the once $18 billion algorithmic stablecoin Terra USD, or UST in May sent shockwaves through the industry. Since then, hedge funds at Three Arrows Capital revealed it has suffered heavy losses while multi-billion dollar crypto lender Celsius Network froze withdrawals. We know what's going on out there. It's causing a lot of pain in the market. And as you can see, uh, with uh, Three Arrows Capital and Celsius and Luna and UST, that some of these companies are not going to survive. And this is what Benin goes on to speak of as being a positive. Menon says the exodus could help weed out bad actors. This is not necessarily bad, Menon said. For a regulator, a central bank, it's a great opportunity to separate the wheat from the chaff. So what that simply means, Gen Xs, is that uh, essentially uh, what they're saying is, you know, if there's some crappy projects and what businesses in the space, well, they won't last and the good ones will rise to the top, much the same as the dot-com boom and bust. I read once again, a lot of companies went, but the technology, oh, sorry, this is talking about, oh, this is uh, John Cunliffe, got to get that one right, Um at uh, he's a governor at the Bank of England and he's talking about is relating crypto now to the dot com boom and bust of 1990s up into the 2000 this is what he says a lot of companies went but the technology didn't go away and it came back 10 years later Cunliffe said pointing to survivors such as Amazon so whatever happens over the next few months to crypto assets that people trade i expect crypto technology and finance to continue that's the sort of stuff that we want to be hearing and i believe that too Now, the next part of this headline, if you are listening to this on the podcast, it states fast tracking regulations, and I read here as well. Crypto firms and regulators need to put the effort in to make the industry more sustainable. Augustin Carstens, general manager of the Bank of International Settlements, a central bank-owned financial institution, said during the conference in Zurich. The degree of leverage in many of these transactions is completely abnormal, Carstens said during the panel on the future of financial services. You cannot defy gravity. You are running an extremely risky operation. If something goes a little bit wrong, the possibility of crashing is very high. Now, whilst I do trade with leverage and margin, And I have no fear or concern of leverage and margin. I do not use it within my business, aside from my trading business, of course. The idea is to understand it and to not overuse it, not to get, I guess, lazy and think more than management. When I say think more than manage, what I mean by that is if you think things are going to be fine, so you over leverage yourself, one day it's going to go wrong. And that's what we've seen on numerous occasions with billion dollar uh, problems, You know, billion dollar capital, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Billion dollar falls in markets, lots of money lost. And it's typically based on poor use of leverage or badly structured products. I'm not scared of leverage, but you must be aware of it. The next section of this reads, I welcome this downturn. And this is where I read back again. Uh, I welcome this downturn. Chris Marzalek, CEO of Digital Assets Exchange Crypto.com said during a panel on the future of crypto. This is the time to demonstrate how the real companies in crypto can continue building and be the steady hand, the calming voice during volatile times and just deliver real value. And of course, we are very familiar and aware in in crypto real value. What does it actually mean? Well, typically people are here to speculate, but the people that are building businesses are looking to build real businesses with real value. And that's an important part of what he's suggesting here is that real companies will do real well in time. During the panel uh, with CZ, CEO of Binance, the world's largest crypto exchange by volume, suggested that crypto entrepreneurs need to have a clear business model. If you're only getting users because you're using incentives to attract users, that's not a real business model. Eventually, you're going to run out of money and you'll crash, Zhao said during a panel on Wednesday on weathering the storm and the next phase of growth for Binance. The industry will take a long time to recover, but the worst part is probably over, Zhao said. So hopefully he's right. He's weathered. Oh, geez. I think... To at least two uh, major crypto downturns and CZ would be well placed to uh, understand what the measures that need to be taken, need to be taken to weather this storm. I, don't I can't get my words out properly today, sorry. <laughs> On to CNBC now, Bitcoin billionaire Sam Bankman-Fried bails out in battle crypto firms, BlockFi and Voyager. FGX Bradman, Bankman Fried's crypto exchange agreed to provide a crypto lender block fire with a $250 million revolving credit facility. Alameda, Bankman Fried's quantitative trading firm committed $500 million in financing to Voyager Digital, a crypto brokerage. Now, as I go down through this article, we see Sam with a haircut and a suit. Good for him. But this is the, I wanted to sort of highlight the breakdown of these deals and what they look like and then wrap it up at the end with a couple of thoughts and ideas that I have. FTX Bankman-Fried's crypto exchange agreed Tuesday to choose that provide BlockFi with $250 million revolving credit facility. Bankman-Fried said that the financing would help BlockFi navigate the market from a position of strength. We take, a, we take our duty seriously to protect the digital asset ecosystem and its customers, he tweeted. Now, it's quite interesting that Sam has taken it upon himself to be somewhat the regulator of crypto. I don't have a problem with that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. But he has said, I quote, we take our duty seriously to protect the digital asset ecosystem and its customers. So he's somewhat of a white knight coming in riding on his horse to save the crypto space to shore up liquidity and capital in some of these firms that if they were to collapse, we would see, uh, you know, crypto go back a number of steps. I think it's a good thing. Time will tell. But it appears that Sam is trying to do the right thing. Of course, there will be some benefits in there for him. No doubt. Zach Prince, BlockFi co-founder and CEO, said the deal with FTX was more than just a round of debt, adding, it also unlocks future collaboration and innovation between the two firms. Last week, Voyager Digital said Alameda Research, Bankman-Fried's quantitative research firm, would provide it with $500 million in financing. That's a lot of money. The deal consists of a $200 million credit line of cash and USDC stablecoins, as well as a separate 15,000 Bitcoin revolving facility worth approximately $300 million at current prices. So that's the way the deal is structured, partly in a line of credit with cash in USDC and partly 15,000 Bitcoins uh, that they can work with and draw upon should they need to. Now as we reach down through here, I'm not going to talk about Celsius too much again here right away because we've covered that a lot lately and I will tie back and talk about Celsius uh, in just one moment with a theory and a few ideas that I have with relation to that. How? for now though, I will continue with the article. On Wednesday, Voyager revealed the extent of the damage inflicted by 3AC's trouble. So Voyager was involved in part of 3AC, and this is what they've said. The company said it was set to take a loss of $660 million on loans issued to 3AC if the company fails to pay. 3AC had borrowed 15,250 Bitcoins worth around $310 million as of Wednesday and $350 million in USDC stablecoins. 3AC requested an initial payment of $25 million in USDC by June 24 and full repayment of the entire balance of USDC and Bitcoin by June 27, Voyager said, adding that neither amount has been repaid. So they are looking to write off a loss of $660 million there at Voyager. And the line of facility of the crypto line of facility or the line of debt, whatever you want to call it, the crypto credit line of facility huh, uh, at this stage is worth about $500 million there. So we move further down here. His actions highlight how a lack of regulation for the crypto industry means that firms can't turn to the federal government for a bailout when things turn south. A sharp contrast with the banking industry in 2008. And here's where I want to bring in a couple of thoughts of my own. During the GFC, we saw banks being bailed out, major funds bailed out um, by, by governments, but also by some of the massive wealth in the world. I believe the Saudis uh, took out Uh, $6 billion or something to help out uh, Barclays at the time, they got their return on investment a lot. They got a lot back from that. We saw the same thing with the Royal Bank of Scotland being bought out by um, the government as well, by the people, and getting a return back in years to come. So a bailout doesn't necessarily always end badly for the taxpayer. It can end up being quite good uh, and working for the favour of everybody, the clients of the bank, the, uh, the taxpayer getting a return back, and the government, of course, having more money in their coffers. Here's the thing, with Celsius recently, we did see that they said we won't be, you know we're gonna be laying off, I read it somewhere, I can't remember exactly where, so I can't quote it. They were going to be laying off communications across Twitter and whatnot, and focusing on internal things to fix this. What that typically means, or what I'm reading between the lines there, is that they are stating that they might be looking at getting bought out or bailed out, or having a large chunk of equity purchased by, a major financial institution, which would make sense. Now, if Celsius was to say sell to JP Morgan, then what needs to happen when these mergers and acquisitions occur is that there needs to be silence because they are a regulated entity and fall under, the JP Morgan is a regulated entity as my example, they fall under some very strict guidelines whereas crypto companies don't, they can talk about whatever they want and it's not declared to be you know, so watched or insider trading so to speak. Insider trading does happen, we covered it last week, but it seems to me like Celsius, having gone quiet, might be in talks with a larger company to help bail them out. And it is quite good to see that you know we we can't get <coughs> excuse me we can't get bailouts in crypto. Crypto started by being a bit of a fu to the banks and to governments, and it still is for a major part of what it does. So it seems quite fitting. Why would be why would anyone ask for a bailout from what is considered in many cases to be the enemy? Okay, on to some happy news, Cristiano, Cristiano, I can never seem to say his name, Cristiano Ronaldo to get football fans into web three with Binance partnership. Excellent stuff. So everyone knows who Cristiano Ronaldo is, he's the most followed person on social media on the planet, a soccer superstar who uh, can seem to do no wrong. I read from the article, football superstar Cristiano Ronaldo has signed an exclusive multi-year non-fungible token partnership with crypto exchange Binance. The collaboration aims to introduce soccer fans to the Web3 ecosystem through global NFT campaigns. CZ, the CEO and founder of Binance, praised Ronaldo's accomplishments in soccer and mentioned that the athlete has transcended sport to become an icon in multiple industries. Zhao also said that he has amassed one of the world's most dedicated fan bases through his authenticity, talent and talent and charity work. Now, here's the thing. That means that Ronaldo is going to be putting a lot of stuff out there, I would suggest to his fans, to the people. These are everyday people like you and me. We did, We covered an article last week that said that sports fans were, I think, 40% more likely to hold crypto, buy crypto, um, or be involved in crypto. And here we have now that link being you know, well and t- truly solidified there with Binance in, in accepting or working through a partnership with the most marketable um, sports star on the planet who has the most followers of any sports fan on, sorry, any sports person on the planet. So taking that, putting them together looks pretty bloody good for Binance at this stage. And hopefully they do well with this and it brings more participants to our market to help slow the slide because we have been in a bit of a decline of late. I read from the article again, despite the current crypto winter, the Binance CEO expressed positivity uh, early in June. With confidence, Zao noted that it's his third crypto winter and Binance's second encounter with this type of market situation, implying that the team knows how to navigate their way in a bear market. Apart from this, the Binance CEO said they will use this as an opportunity to hire top talent who are available during this time. Of course, with Coinbase and many other firms laying off a lot of talent, if you have deeper pockets, you are able to pick up this fantastic talent and to solidify and strengthen your business. And that appears to be what CZ and Binance are doing. To finish up with Australian news, news news.com.au. The headline reads, big decision on crypto tax rules in Australia. The Australian government has made a major announcement on cryptocurrencies after a big decision on the treatment of Bitcoin overseas. Now, I'm not quite sure what that actually means, but I'll read. The Australian government has confirmed cryptocurrencies will continue to be excluded from foreign currency tax arrangements following a major announcement overseas. So it sounds as though maybe if you're bringing your Bitcoin from overseas or if it's held overseas, you won't be taxed on it, something like that. The government will move to legislate the current tax arrangements, meaning crypto assets will not be regarded as foreign currency for tax purposes in Australia. Capital gains tax will continue to apply to crypto assets held as investments. That's fair. The legislated legislated changes will be backdated to July 1st last year, which means it's going to be important in this financial year that ends tomorrow. This gives certainty and clarity at a time of volatility for cryptocurrencies, Mr. Chalmers and Mr. Jones said. The government will continue to take a pragmatic and timely approach to its role in the rapidly evolving digital currency landscape. And that was the major points there. The rest of it is just sort of market related chit chat. So make sure you do your taxes, as we always say, make sure you do the right thing and make sure you don't get the knock on the door to get audited. And if you are audited, I'll have everything lined up and ready to rock and roll and you won't have any problems. So across the board, we've seen Bitcoin holding its ground around that $20,000 mark. If we do see another cataclysmic event or a big company start to decline, I do believe we've got further downside available. For the time being, I'm maintaining patience. I'm not buying lots of cryptocurrency now. I am trading with trends and following my rules. And if you'd like to know what those rules are, please click the description below where you can get your free trading course, Become a Trader. You can also jump in there and get 10% off your trading fees with FTX and Binance. You have a great day. Stay safe. Get outside if you're feeling down and I'll speak to you again next week.